Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this special Grammy episode, we discuss all of the Grammy performances, as well as Prince's music hitting the streaming services, and also details of the Purple Rain remaster. And we also hear reactions by the fans. And now, you can work the stick in his ride, Dr. Funkenberry. Mm. Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Welcome, everyone. What a show we have for you today regarding the Grammys, Grammy bunch that I went to, brunch. But it's a bunch of news. The Purple Rain remaster, Prince returning to streaming services. Yes. We're no longer just talking about it. It is here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave comments. Tell your friend. Tell a relative. You know, get your newborn on it. Maybe I'll put him to sleep a little bit or they'll be excited with Prince news. Like, ooh, I can't wait for the Purple Rain remaster either. <laughs> It'd be awesome. But, man, we have so much going on yeah we couldn't wait till our normal day we had to we had to do a special grammy day because so much news came out grammy day purple rain release two albums of unreleased material along with the soundtrack and two dvds that's gonna be our last song i cannot wait for yeah, that. that's coming up but it's like we just had to put stuff in in order for it and speaking <laughs> of which the grammys and who came out for the performance and what bruno played and what he was playing and I was really worried because after the Tribe Called Quest performance with Anderson Pac, that was before the time in Bruno Mars. I was really worried because that was a really great performance, one of the best of the night. And uh, originally they were supposed to perform after the time of Bruno Mars. So I was a little bit worried. I got really worried uh, after Adele kind of flubbing during the George Michael tribute. Oh, man, that was yeah, that was bad. And then the microphone issues that they had with Metallica, with James's mic and Gaga, and then the performance after that had a, had a sound issue. And I'm like, oh man, I was really worried. But James Corden, great host. Yeah, he did. Good. Uh, he was really excited to introduce the time and Bruno, wasn't he? Yeah, that was really good. I thought the whole thing came across really well. And the time performing all original seven members, the original seven. Yeah, Jesse, yeah, Morris, yeah, Jerome, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, Terry, yeah, Monty, yeah, Jellybean. Wait, uh, was Terry there? Because he was like in the dark, like almost off the stage. It was pretty well, bad. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, they, during the time's performance, you weren't able to see Jimmy or Terry. Because they were showing so many crowd shots. Like yes. Stephen Hill, we already got a lot during the BET Prince tribute. Now we got a lot of Stephen Hill for it. Just And we saw them dance more. Then we got to see Morris and Jerome. Then they had weird camera angle setups. Like, like they didn't do rehearsals with the time. So it kind of frustrated me. You didn't get enough of Jesse in the mix. Um just they missed some stuff because they were working on angles. And uh, Jimmy Jam is a member of the Grammy board. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Um, the performance of Jungle Love and the Bird that they did six years ago or so with Rihanna was so much better. They had a larger stage in the middle of the arena. 
Um, the camera angles just worked a lot better. Um, but then we have Bruno Mars following. Ah, oh, that yeah, the wow. yeah the white symbol, and then you had Prince hearing here's dearly beloved intro to the song. And we're I was told earlier today that oh, uh, someone brought Prince's original cloud guitar, the scepter, to. Yes. Uh, the Grammy, so I'm holding on to that, keeping it secret, put it out, and then it's a copy. It isn't, it isn't the one that he played. It's it's the copy that they sell. So if you guys want a version of the Cloud Guitar uh, copy of it, they are selling them in a Paisley right now, and I think on that a couple months back. But you can get it. That's what it was. It was a copy, but Bruno and the outfit trying to pay homage to Prince and I know that some people were upset with the song choice uh, first of Jungle Love and the Bird that we've heard before and that Bruno was going to do Let's Go Crazy when it got announced um, but I think it was so much better it was like completely the opposite of Madonna's tribute of Nothing in Paris to You and how depressing and sad it was yes I totally um, agree I just liked that Bruno was wearing the outfit and then everyone was kind of dressed revolution-esque yeah that was cool. Bruno even tried to do an ow. <laughs> that's right. Well, that was, that's what blew me away. I didn't think, A, he would be decked out in the outfit, but he played the guitar. And at first I didn't think it was him for real, but no, it really was him. That was really Why? good. Why did he pull it off? And last year Gaga wasn't able to pull off Bowie, but Bruno pulled off... Prince, in the sense, I mean, look, there's never going to be another Prince. Never. Let's just stop. That's why I got to, this is, I got to kind of just enjoy it. He was trying to channel him. He wasn't trying to disrespect him. It was a little bit of a tribute. Right. Um, you know, they did Let's Go Crazy. They didn't do Baby, I'm a Star. But just, I think it clicked. Mm-hmm. Bruno's not Prince, but he grew up listening to his music I think it was a really great choice. I was kind of surprised by Adele. I kind of wanted to see Ed Sheeran come out and do one of his songs. And speaking of Ed, like just him getting it where he kind of plays, you know, drums with his feet for a little bit and sets up the pattern. Then he does the keyboard riff and sets up the pattern. Then he does his own background vocals and sets up the pattern for that. And then he does it. I'm like, I still would have loved to see Prince do that because Prince really was a one-man band. If they had that technology when he was growing up, geez, yeah. ridiculous. Um, but so many great performances. Like I said, I really was worried with all the technical issues that they were having. But I felt Bruno did him right. I know that mm-hmm. there is people that are upset by it. It seemed more on Facebook that – People were more accepting of it, understood everything. It just seemed to Twitter that they were just like, no, a thousand times no. But mm. I enjoyed it because I no, I want this to be the last Prince tribute. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do at the Oscars. I don't know if they're going to do anything at the Soul Train Awards or whatnot. But I kind of want this to be it. And can I just say... All the tributes that happened. How pissed do you have to be if you're the revolution? 
<laughs> yeah, they haven't been a part of any of them, right? Right. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. That's all I got to say about yeah. that. I mean, the Grammys kind of Kanye proved his point of why he didn't want to be there because his girl Beyonce got beat again by Adele. As much as as much praise as Adele was given to Beyonce, you know. And just like with Best New Artist, Chance the Rapper is much more known than Anderson Pock and the Chainsmokers. So that's what it goes by. That there's a lot of country awards that are given out on the Grammys. And then during the Grammys, they're like, oh, remember to catch the 52nd annual Country Music Awards, CBS, in three weeks. And it's just like, okay. But other acts are getting kind of passed over. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I liked Katy Perry. Not as much as I like some of her other stuff. I think I will uh, grow on me. The track with Skip Marley. Um, but I thought Katy might kind of emulate Gaga. How Gaga at the Super Bowl last year. Last week, excuse me. Feels like a year. It's only been a week. Um, how she covered up and didn't show her, her girls. Yeah. And Katy let him out. And when she kind of was dancing towards the end, it looked like we might have a little bit of a male function. It didn't happen. But Katie's hair was very 80s-esque. Like she could be on like an episode of the Goldberg soon, you know. <laughs> but, so what did um, you think of Metallica and Gaga? I thought Gaga brought it. That she She's the chameleon of rock. Yeah. Can she I just could do say? anything. Yeah. And I used to tell Prince this when it came to Gaga, I kind of wanted her to slow down with material um, between before art pop. And I just felt that she would be appreciated more that she was just doing too much too soon. And what Prince told me about Gaga was, is that's the difference between you and us being me as a writer or paying attention to him is that Gaga's already succeeded. You know, whether she comes out with different outfits or does these other things, she's already a force to be reckoned with. Where she is on the music scene has already been lamented. So she just proved it more that her new album may not be doing that well. I know even some hardcore fans aren't exactly feeling Joanne, but she went from what she did at the Super Bowl to come out wearing a Metallica shirt, show show off a... that she has still a, a beautiful butt and her vocals are on point. It really sucks about James's mic cutting out. Yeah. That and, was really unfortunate. You know, yeah. And he didn't realize it till the third thing and to like close to the third line of the song where they're going back and forth and they decided to come over to her mic. Um, I think Gaga probably didn't know as well because there's so much going on. You have the yeah, you, flames yeah, behind them. Yeah. You know, there's just too much going on for her to not realize that they're not exactly hearing the vocals in her ear monitors or whatnot. But I thought she was amazing, and she really is the chameleon of rock. Um, And kudos to her is all I can say for it, is being a trooper. And you saw James at the end of the performance really kick over that microphone stand. Usually usually that's what yeah. rock stars do, but I think he put a little bit of a more emphasis on it, right? Yeah, and he also threw his guitar. 
Yeah, he was pissed, pissed. dude. He was pissed, yeah. I, I don't blame because him. Metallica now is kind of like seen as like they're done. They're not really who they used to be or whatnot. So performances like this on a Grammy stage is everything to them. Yep. Because they're they're not going to be playing at the MTV Awards this year. You know, unless it's part of some nostalgic act, it's not happening. So they put everything into this and for it to be messed up. And they're going to be playing the Palladium tonight. I wonder if that will be discussed. So we will see. But I like the Grammys. They are kind of out of touch with some things. It's just fairly obvious when you have Adele going against Beyonce that Adele's going to win it. Doesn't mean that that album's better. Just one of those things. And I hate it when people prove Kanye right. And they proved Kanye right tonight of why he didn't want to go. So, but I enjoyed the time. I enjoyed Bruno. I enjoyed Tribe Call Quest and Anderson Pac. Uh, just, I'm done with the Prince tributes. <laughs> Hopefully, Bruno Mars gets nominated for a lot of Grammys next year and other stuff. But, um, I'm glad that they chose him to do it. And uh, shame on you, Billboard, for your tribute last year is all I can say. And yeah. thank God you're not doing a tribute this year on it. So what, right. did you think, what did you think about the Google commercial that followed the performance of Bruno Mars in the time? Exactly. I thought about the Madonna thing. I'm really done with nothing compares to you. It just, it's too much, dude. It's like nothing compares to you for me. Um, it's kind of like it's now behind. Sometimes it snows in April when it comes to a little bit of depressing stuff. Oh, I totally, really can't sure. listen to sometimes it snows in April. Like I threw, um, crazy to cool. That was, um, mm-hmm. from the Paris third eye girl show from 2014 that they had played at Paisley. Um, I threw it to my TV to watch and I got a phone call towards the end. And then the next thing, um, that came up was footage from New Morning, um, which Prince did in 2010, performed there at this yeah, club, and Paris. it's just amazing. Uh, but then sometimes it snows in April came on, and I'm like, I just can't, man. Can't with this song. That's how I feel about Nothing Compares to You. And of course, someone said, oh, this is like the first thing that's being used as a commercial for Prince's music. And I'm like, crap, they're right. <laughs> you know yeah, people were touched by it i don't know i wasn't feeling it man what about uh, you i was touched it the funny thing was i was in such a good mood after the tribute because i thought that was the perfect tone you know it was upbeat everything was positive so i was not expecting that commercial and it got me it, it was a gut punch for sure so i thought it was tasteful because it was cool it was tributes by you from all the fans so i thought that was kind of neat especially the dad with his little baby girl singing it so I think it was appropriate, but yeah, maybe not the right place for it. But a little bit of side eye going on in tribute to Prince right now is all I can say on my end. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how many more commercials they have for stuff like that. I guess kudos to Google for being the first. Oh no, Spotify commercial! I really thought we'd get a Spotify commercial or a an Apple iTunes commercial. I guess they all couldn't agree, not even Warner Brothers, you know, putting in money for it. But Google wanted to step up to the plate and pay money for it and then give money to the state for using the rights to that song. A few years ago, Nothing Compares to You was on 
an episode of American Dad where like they're trying to make Steve crack. And he's like, no, not the most wonderful song in the world. And the whole entire family is like singing it, trying to make him break down. It was just ridiculous. So the song has been used for other purposes over the years. I'd rather have it be used for something like that that gets me by surprise. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, back to Bruno's performance, I'm hoping that uh, Paisley Park advertises the the sector tomorrow that Bruno played it and they get more people to purchase it. You know, like I said, I'm kind of pimping out the estate a little bit, but hey, that's how I'm going to be for right now, man. Yeah. I'm all for everything. As much as the Google thing gave me a little bit of side eye, it got the money, right? So I guess I'll be okay with it. So speaking of the Grammys, man, I went to the Grammy brunch yesterday. Yeah, you and did. And there were a few things going on there. The Grammy brunch was by Mojama, I believe. Uh, forgive me, Ramona Wright, for not knowing it right offhand. But uh, we walked in, and DJ Rashida is spinning. Oh, I love her. Yeah. And then She's we're, awesome. It's like maybe you got the look, and then the next track was Wonderful Ass. Like, damn. Yeah. She's just handling it out. Then a few other tracks, like Let's Work. Then she played Extra Lovable with the Andy Allo rap about Elmo. See, it would have been funny if they were talking about Muppet hair, but. <laughs> wow. Rashid was cool. They had a good spread. Saw some really cool people. Tamar performed as well, and she did a little bit of Purple Rain. And a little other thing. She kind of did like a little Adele piece as well. Oh, wow. But um, but it was about Merlot instead of hello. <laughs> 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 Which was interesting. And then Tamar talked about her time on The Voice and just talked about that and why she tried out. We also had Sidibe and Alex Isley. Alex Isley was doing a lot of Prince covers. She didn't want to be your lover. And the beautiful ones, which was cool. Is that like one of the Isley brothers, or is any relation? Do you know? I am not certain. Okay, but it's kind of funky for no reason. Her performance was really good. And what's really cool is I run into Matthew Bitten, who is doing that Prince documentary that was announced earlier this week, Pop Life. I talked to him about the documentary, and. He just wants to reiterate that it's just in the beginning stages. Don't be expecting it anytime soon. Okay. Like the Purple Rain remaster, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later oh, yeah. in our final segment. Now, uh, he just talked about that he's really looking forward to doing it, wants to honor his legacy and other things, and that there will be exclusive content. He kind of told me some stuff off the record, which we'll keep, but I'm really excited for it. And Matthew wants to do him right, being a lifelong fan. And, you know, like myself, Matthew could be critical at times of Prince because we knew what he was able to do. But it isn't going to be anything like this. Matthew is going to do him right and make sure that's done right. Don't be expecting that HLN, uh, Prince the End type stuff. Now, another thing that Matthew is involved with. Now, I posted um, a few months ago on my Instagram getting a, having someone get a print 
of the Paisley Park, uh, a poster of Prince in white from around the Purple Rain era holding a rose. Matu showed me a bunch of outtakes from that photo shoot, which are incredible. Really? Some black and white shots, some color shots, Prince doing a little bit of side eye, having fun with the flower. And not only that, outtakes from another lonely Christmas session that was like for the vinyl of him like laying on a bed and he's doing interesting and intricate poses on the bed and other things on that photo shoot. Plus another one from the same photo shoots of like Wendy and Lisa uh, doing stuff kind of like touching each other's faces. Then there's one shot of them on a couch with Prince sitting above them. Oh my gosh. With an acoustic guitar looking over him. Crazy, crazy cool. These photos are Wow! like there is such a huge market for this stuff, especially from that era. Regardless of how many photos it is, I know books don't sell that well, but I just think that there's a huge market for Prince's stuff. I just wonder like how many pre-orders Steve Park is getting just for his UK version of his Prince book, not even the US version that's going to be out later this year. But um, And he showed me the cover. It's kind of like a very close-up shot of Prince in black and white with his eyes closed. Really, really amazing stuff. There's such a huge market for everything Prince right now, which is why Prince tonight, the humongous thing today, all day long, Prince's music streaming on all platforms now. Yes. Like you you woke up, you told yep. me about it on Amazon. Yep. And now there's Song of the Day, which is when Dove's crying. You're telling me about the Alexa thing? Well, it's, yeah. If you have one of those Amazon devices where they're connected to your house, it's the Amazon Echo. You can just say, Alexa, play the song of the day. And today that song is When Doves Cry. So it's kind of cool. Right. And then I saw some people were like screenshotting me Apple Music. That phase two is even on there. It's a majority of the Warner Brothers years, which but you do have artificial age and plectrum and apparently phase two, which is interesting. Yeah. That's uh, not on some of like I know Spotify doesn't have uh uh, hit and run it has artificial age and plectrum electrum, right but not the hit and run probably because i think universal and warner brothers probably have a better uh agreement with apple music more mm. so than spotify title is the biggest loser in all this right and that's what everyone's saying so what about title title still has stuff up but it, it isn't what they had before which is so many recordings after the warner brothers years that would have like Chocolate Invasion, the Rainbow Children, the One Night Alone box set, and all those things. But we knew this was going to happen. And Prince, even when he was here, said he's not really a big fan of streaming, but he knows that's the future. So it's inevitable. Yeah. And this is what's happening. And as we said before, man, the estate's got to make money, all this stuff. And the only thing I can focus on that's a positive of this is that perhaps the younger generation, like your girls and others, it'll be easier access to his music and to see the genius that we know that he had. Now, I know earlier we asked people um, to talk about the streaming, and we're going to do afterwards, after we talk about the Purple Ring Remaster, we'll bring up streaming and the Purple Ring Remaster, just so we're not looking for everything. Um, but the streaming is a really, really huge deal that we've been talking about for over a month now. Yeah. And then with the Universal Music Publishing deal that was announced uh, in early February of 2017, that 
his catalog that title did have one is now in universal's hands and not only that eventually they will start getting warner brothers releases from what i'm hearing within the next year for you prince dirty mind controversy 1999 the gold experience chaos and disorder are all going to be under the universal music umbrella so that's why they weren't saying through the warner brothers years it just you know, people just said, well, why didn't they just say 78 through 82? They were being coy. But it's also going to include Chaos and Disorder and Gold Experience. Now, I don't know what this means for streaming services. That there'll be reissues if you're actually going to have Chaos and Disorder printed on vinyl, which would be kind of cool. I do have the Gold Experience, but that was only released as a promotional item. Right. You know, and now that's going for a lot of money. Ridiculous. Yeah, there's a copy right over there. I, I saw <laughs> it yesterday with my life. while going, you know, doing my spring cleaning on my vinyl to yep. put stuff in crates, came across that, you know, really happy to have that. But other people can have that sound and feel of the wax. Yeah. You know, maybe it won't be some yellow gold, but still, <laughs> it's going to be funky. Like, can I just say, like, <clears throat> how I know I said it before, it's just so bittersweet. Because all this stuff is coming out and he's getting all the attention that he forever deserved. And just all these things that we wanted to happen when he was here. And it's just bittersweet because the Purple Rain Remaster, which we're just about to dive into and all this stuff, I'll trade all that just to have him back. You know, like he didn't want us to be going through the vault or doing stuff. He wanted us to focus on the here and now when he was here. Now, um... He's not, but again, I would take that back, but this was it is he left us this amazing, amazing catalog of released material and unreleased material to enjoy when he wasn't here. You know, unfortunately I just feel that it was kind of too soon, but eventually we were going to be able to enjoy these gifts that he left us, but it's inevitable. And with that, that's where we into the purple rain remaster that was announced today the same day of as the streaming in the same press release. I would have waited (laughs) the next day. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what I'm doing is just kind of like, you know, yeah. But they announced the purple ring remaster will be out on June 9th. Thank you for someone not putting something out in April, you know, June 9th with two unreleased albums full of unreleased material. And two DVDs. Now, what's interesting about that is they put—they didn't put two unreleased DVDs. They just put two DVDs. They—they they didn't say unreleased as well. But that makes me think that we're gonna get the Syracuse show. Yeah. That was Prince of Revolution live. That was on video, which would be great. I'm okay with that. What I really, 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 really want before we delve into the unreleased material that'll be on the the CD versions, that August third, nineteen eighty three show, like. That, that was a precursor to, to Purple Rain. So many tracks from that performance ended up on the Purple Rain soundtrack. You right. know, it just is a legendary performance that maybe, you know, have Bobby Z or Winnie and Lisa as well. The entire revolution interviewed for that, like what Prince was expecting, like how the show was literally recorded because he wanted to get that live feel for the album. 
You know, there is another thing that it might be the Atlanta 1985 show that was pro shot as well, but wasn't officially released, but is out there. But I really, really, really would prefer that the 1983 show be the other DVD that they're talking about. Hopefully they found a way to clean it up and make it great because even in the quality that exists online, it is amazing. But I want this to be the ultimate Purple Rain remaster. I don't want them coming in 10 years with this. I want it now. <laughs> well, and it sounds like that they're, I mean, from what they announced, I mean, it's that's what you and I would have said. Okay, best case scenario, what could we pray for? Well, right. a couple albums of unreleased material, a couple DVDs. Because it sounds yeah. like you're getting the Purple Rain CD by itself along with two unreleased. So you're getting three CDs. Right. And what I would like, you know, and I'm sure Susan Rogers sometime this week, I know that she has been working on it. And like I said before, when it comes to the Purple Rain era and stuff in the 80s that Susan Rogers worked on, she should be the person to go through stuff and help out with it. Just like I want other people or in other different eras to help out. Right. But she was more involved with him than any other engineer at that time period. Yep. So she's the right person. Now, when it comes to unreleased material, like I'm kind of hoping, and I know some people are like, eh, I would like to see Jungle Love and the Bird and Sex Shooter on an actual Purple Rain soundtrack, that one disc of it, to have a real official soundtrack, unless they plan on re-releasing those. And that's another thing with streaming. The associated artists aren't on that. Right. But that's a whole another plethora of stuff. So, and not only that, we'd like to see the 17 Days extended version that Questlove has been bragging about that he has. Would love to see that on there. Electric Intercourse. Yeah. yeah. You know, which is an amazing song. But here's a here's here's the thing, and you could have your own podcast on this alone. Yeah. Electric Intercourse <laughs> or Beautiful Ones, because Beautiful Ones is what replaced Electric Intercourse on Purple Rain. Which one would you choose <laughs> yeah. for the final project? You can't be mad at the choice, but still, it sucks that one of those had to go to the wayside, and it's a masterpiece like Electric Intercourse. And another thing, will we have a very clean version of the Beautiful Ones extended with the Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Lose extra verse? Are we going to have the Purple Rain with No, nah, I Don't Want Your Money line, which... I kind of like that it never ended up in there, that it was cut. But then the Darling Nikki that has a little bit extra in it and then Take Me With You had a little bit more uh, playing with the drums. Will we see these? Because that is unreleased material. Mm-hmm. What I also would like to see, unless they're going to plan a separate uh, Roadhouse Garden release, I'd like to see Our Destiny. I'd like to hear his instrumental version of G-Spot make it on there. A little bit of Possessed. Uh, the B sides as well. I'd like the God long version. Mm-hmm. Um, just the instrumental or him and Apollonia are getting it on. And <laughs> that's the one scene where you can say that Prince doesn't look so bad kissing. Cause I know some girls are like, Oh, he was a terrible kisser on screen. I'm like, that scene was hot, man. You know, so many guys are like, let me try to get my girl from the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but God, and then I would die for you. But see, here's the problem with I Would Die For You because the the version that's on the extended maxi single is 10 minutes. But we know that version is 30 minutes long. So that would take up a lot of time on that two albums. So maybe that's where the two albums is coming to play. Not only that, but then you get the Let's Go Crazy extended. Yep. There's so much to choose from. Yeah. 
And I, the good thing is that at least the press release said that they were going to get a lot of material. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. The color purple right now is trending on Twitter. Um, we know tonight uh, that Prince has been trending on Twitter and the Grammy performance and all this stuff. Bruno, all the streaming deals. I personally would have liked the Purple Rain uh, announcement to have been Monday morning afterwards and then have Purple Rain trend all day. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of like when Prince got his remasters back in 2014. Well, the joint deal with Warner's, which we found out was a handshake deal, but this deal with Universal Music Publishing is more solid. Now, let's kind of get into some fans' reactions to the streaming and the Purple Rain remaster. Yeah. And... um Someone, Rebecca McNeese goes, as far as the streaming goes, I'll stick to the records. You know, the whole thing is, is for the younger generation, it is about streaming. And I do know some people that told me today that they're going to leave title now. If the other stuff is elsewhere and they have the same stuff, you know, they're most likely going to go to Apple Music because it has phase two. That right. was like a deciding point. Now, I had a, somebody <clears throat> ask me because they didn't really know much about streaming, but they asked, okay, so where do you go? Mm-hmm. You know, what? And obviously, people are going to gravitate towards free. And the one thing, if you're looking for something, Spotify is free. And how is it free? Well, you do have to deal with ads. Yeah. But And you can't do a lot of the things you do. Like, you can do playlists, but you Mm -hmm. can't. You only have so many skips you can do, and you can't download stuff. So, but if you're looking for the easiest, you know, frictionless way to to listen to all of it, Mm -hmm. Spotify is the way to go. That's another thing is what people understand is, like, I'm still going to buy stuff. That's great, but the thing is, streaming it's a nine ninety nine every month, and if people are just getting for the Prince music, if you're paying nine ninety nine every month. Eventually, in time, he'll get what it is, and it'll be a, it'll be a paycheck every month to the estate or residuals, maybe quarterly. But it's a way for them to get income. Yeah. Now, Barbara five seven five eight says, "I'll continue to buy anything officially released, even if I may <clears throat> already have procured it in the past." Which is what we said. Remember, we'd always be like. Da, da, da. If he releases himself, I'll buy it. Right. Well, that's why that, that June 9th numbers, let's make sure that Purple Rain Remaster, no matter the price, is going to be a thing, you know. And people are still upset. I'm seeing about Chris, uh, our boy Chris James, along with Dylan and Joshua Welton, that unfortunately, you know, as we spoke of earlier, uh, for best engineering phase two did not win. It was Bowie. It just, it's such a shame that it's two legends right against each other. Some people are like, let's boycott. Um, and then, uh, Uloa Sullivan regarding the purple ring remaster and what's going to be on it. The DVDs and the two albums. That's the way to do it. It seems like they're doing right by them. So yeah. they're trying, yep. um, just ridiculous. Oh, the other thing, too, I we shared before we started recording was that I noticed that the explicit versions of these albums are online, which is kind of nice, depending on if you want the original, quote-unquote, original or unedited. When he was that. here, he had a problem with that. Yeah. And again, it's another one of those things. It's so bittersweet. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, Sexy MF is the full version. Just like on Prince Forever. Now, Amber first regarding the Purple Rain remaster. She lets us know, as I lay dying from strep throat like a big baby, this news makes life magical again. So feeling terrible and she's happy about it. And then um, <clears throat> then Como42, no one buys albums slash CDs anymore. So streaming is the only way to share, educate others. How else could that be achieved? Exactly. It's what yeah. we've been talking about. So he gets it. And... You know, there's, there's other stuff. 
Then Richard Pickford, Purple Rain release sounds like a party. But as for the streams, I bought them when the purple one was here. Good, good for new fans. New fans or other people that actually use streaming all the time. It just makes stuff easier. I, with my girl when we're in Oregon, she just kind of like goes. She went to her title app and just started playing print stuff, you know. Then some people like Ray Ellen just goes. People know he didn't like it, and yet yeah, I had an issue with streaming it. As we discussed before, he knew it was inevitable. So then Megalita Iverson definitely torn. Though the access for all experience to his genius and beautiful soul makes me happy. My heart is also breaking a little. Um, they're talking about like why didn't Warner's release it when he was here. There was just still stuff going on and big back and forth. And then the anniversary was put in. Um, you know, what do I what do I think is going to be on the unreleased music CDs? We kind of talked with that a little bit. People are like, well, we hear some Purple Rain era, different Warner Brothers era stuff. Should really stick to the Purple Rain era. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we're going to get Our Destiny or Roadhouse Garden because that could make up its own CD compilation. But like I said, the I Would Die For You 30-minute version, if it's on there, that takes up a lot of time on one of the discs. Yeah, it does. You know. Um, Ray Allen again, short-term gain for estate, long-term loss for his legacy, overexposure, only used tile because that's what he wanted when uh, he was here. Yes. You know, and that's what his wishes were. Um, then Vanessa Bet, <laughs> you know, who we credited to like giving us hooking stuff with a Paisley flyer before for the cloud guitar. I don't think it's the same person. I think I was on Facebook. Glad that the PR remaster is finally going to be released. Wish they had released it when he was here, though. We all agree with that. But again, you know, a lot of this stuff wasn't going to come out when he was here because he was so much focused on the here and now. So. And people are okay with it using the younger generations, you know, two albums, really unreleased material. Yes. It's going to be of the purple rain era. So that's it. Another person says, I hope the removed albums will be returned to title. Not interest in other streaming sites. Don't think that's going to happen because title was an exclusive deal. And this is no longer ex exclusive. This is everywhere. Uh, Apollonia liked one of the things so and people are still talking about our Super Bowl podcast it seems um peace and be wild said i think he probably knew he would become a brand like the greats of the past just had zero interest in that when he was here and wanted to add that purple rain remaster equals amazing so there you go then jackie dreamy pop lover wow i think it's finally gonna happen i must have this Meanwhile, I just found iTunes has more Prince albums now. Most I do have, but some I don't. So that's kind of cool. Um, then this is another person who, who says what we said, totally agrees, uh, Fermando Schmando. <laughs> Announcement has me feeling excited, of course, but even more sad than I honestly expected. How do I feel about it? It's bittersweet. Yeah. But it's how it's going to be, man. I'm sure everyone wanted Prince to outlive us all. And then Ray said, mixed feelings in regards to streaming PR remaster, crossing fingers that the pie is cut fairly. Um, Gail George wanted to share this regarding streaming, struggling with streaming, but it's like a switch turn on today to let go in the seven stages of grief. Is this acceptance? Hmm. So, you know, then Chris Johnson adds, it's a wonderful day. Hope the two concerts are first Avenue 83 in Syracuse, March 30th, 85. Yep. I'm with you, buddy. He knows. So, 
it's just amazing. And someone's asking me if, if well, I'm just going to answer this just because it's asked. I want people to think that I ignore stuff. The everlasting now they're like, on another note, I was wondering if you ever release a book, what would the, be the content? I know it would be something for the fans. Yes, it would. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, now let's just answer some Facebook questions. I appreciate your guys' input on Twitter regarding the questions. It's going to hit some Facebook ones to see if there's anything different. You know, people are just like, I want to buy, not stream. You know, buying is good, but it's one-time income for the estate. Streaming is ongoing income. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. So ideally, buy the albums and stream to maximize income. That's Paul Wincombe with that thought, hmm. you know. And then Connie Stone Kelly, I want physical CDs, but just glad more of his music is going to be out there. And then Paul Wincombe, as a follow-up, do you think there will be an event at Paisley to coincide with the Purple Rain remaster release and his birthday? I'll say I've reached out. I haven't heard anything back. I'm hoping if we hear anything, we'll share it when they want me to or allow me to. Sometimes, just like with the Grammy performance we were talking about earlier, we knew was going to perform and we knew who was going to be involved, but, uh, Prince wanted that to be a secret sometime. And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm been fortunate enough to learn, but they'll say that there's a time and place where Jay, can you please hold on to it? And right. I do that respect because that's exactly what Prince wanted. Well, and the one thing that I, I noticed just researching uh, his birthday in June at Paisley mm -hmm. park is that they don't sell tickets at all on Wednesdays, any Wednesday. Mm -hmm. That's their dark day. Yeah. It just happens that the 7th falls on a Wednesday, and they just started selling tickets through sep September. September. They look through that. You think that me. they did that on purpose? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think if they do something, they'll wait, and they'll do special tickets for the 7th. I'm kind of surprised regarding Paisley Park uh, that there is not something being planned around his birthday. I know when he was here, they didn't celebrate birthdays. I remember one time being an event. I was around his birthday, like happy birthday, Prince. And Prince goes, I don't celebrate birthdays. And girls, we do. We celebrate yours. And he's like, good, you can age for the both of us. <laughs> See, that was it. And I know when he planned on opening up Paisley Park again, it was going to be around June. And there was going to be like a tile of a celebration. All these things were planned for the summer of 2016. And I just feel from a business sense, just like the April event, and I'm trying to tell people that the estate needs to make money, it makes sense. You know, I'd have Sheila, I'd have the family, if everyone can like get on the same page with stuff, it would just be amazing, man. I'd love to see the family because they may have only had one album material. Yes, they have a few stuff with F Deluxe, but that one album is solid. It's amazing. Solid. Yeah. You know, and St. Paul's vocals are still Chris, man. He's still a cool cat. Yep. You know, and now... Julie Vance had this to share. I just hope that the money generated is not all spent on legal fees. It should be put towards keeping his legacy alive, keeping Paisley Park open, creating musical scholarships for new artists, fan gatherings, etc. I agree with that. And that's what's hoping it is that they're going to start having more money. And that's why people, they'll send me stuff like, hey, can you believe this like illegal recording is going on? They don't have the funds to do it right now, but I know that they're going to start going after people <clears throat> that are planning DVD releases or of his material or other things like that. Um, they're going to start going after people are going to start getting cease and desist because they'll make you pay. And then that way the family can get money. And then when you start going, Oh man, what, this is, this is evil because Prince didn't like that stuff when he was alive. 
Now the family, you you literally are taking money away from Paisley Park and the estate. Right. Being selfish and only thinking of yourself and other things. So it's just interesting. Then Zoe Dioriano. Personally, I'm really happy about the two albums of unreleased songs. Uh, do we think the Purple Rain remaster and these two albums will come as one triple album or will they be separate? I think it's going to be part of a huge box set. They may release that one single version just to have for the more casual fans to be out there, but I think you're not going to be able to get the two other albums and the two DVDs. Um, maybe they might do one of the DVDs release, but I think all this is going to be a set and you need yeah, to purchase. I think that makes sense. Have a big, huge box set. I just, I hope, because we kind of gave Warner's grief over Prince forever and how Artificial Age and Plectrum was promoted. Hope they really put some money into this and not just release Moonbeam Levels to Good Morning America them the day of, <laughs> you know. So, <clears throat> you know, just then people are just asking for more stuff back to title. Um, and this is Panther Zlazinger. Z- Z- I like this. I want all of his stuff, but it is beyond amazing. The new people will be able to discover what we all have and known. I'm kind of jealous that they have that to look forward to. It can only generate interest in prompt, decent future releases and reissues. I know he didn't like to at first, but he kind of stuffed his legacy a bit with the streaming thing. Stifled. A PR reissue, amazing. Two concerts more than could be asked. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm just loving that they're trying to do right. Intrigued by the two albums of other stuff. Will it be B-size, scores, associated, or what I would dream of? Truly new is stuff or full versions. My holy grail is Computer Blue, Hallway Speech, and Pristine Condition. Exactly. Computer Blue as well. We were talking about that earlier. We didn't talk about it on air. That's going to be amazing as well. Yeah. Like You got to have that Hallway Speech version, right? That's It's legendary. Now, do you remember, like... We we're all into his release material. Then we kind of heard about the Black Album, and then it was on the market. Then you're hearing it. Then this whole world of Prince bootlegs opened up. Live recording studio outtakes, his remixes. Now this is what the person's talking about: is like they get to hear this again for the first time. Yeah. How excited we were when we found this other world outside the release Prince spectrum, you know? And we felt kind of dirty about it. The same time with the Black Album, here he is doing a Love Sexy tour where half of the freaking tour, <laughs> half of the album. concert is the Black Album. Yeah. You're like creating a market for it, man. Um, and then Alan Padilla, I love it if all the money is coming to Paisley. We have any predictions of Purple Rain track list we listened to earlier. This stuff is just amazing. We're all so happy. Alexa de Paris, I love for the two unreleased CDs to be unreleased. Remastered Purple Rain era stuff. Electric Intercourse, Possessed, Wonderful Ass. That was a little bit afterwards. Warner, Warners may want that on there just to help out. Yeah. But Dream Factory and Revolution Live Remastered. I think Dream Factory, you may have that on another Sign of the Time set or even Parade set more so than this you guys have really great questions you know and Lori let lesson homequist this point the more people that hear prince's music the better especially the younger generation get them hooked and they'll join the purple army help keep his legacy alive and ensure a strong fan base for generations to come you know and dirk deedens i bought the vinyl album singles 12 inches got almost anything from controversy on cd i'm glad he's back on spotify for his legacy, Paisley Park, and for my pleasure. I listen to music on my phone a lot and have updated my playlist with Purple Music today. So here's an interesting question from Danny Fonero. Do we think that there will be a vinyl edition released also? Oh. <laughs> that would be cool. 
I don't know about that, but oh man, would that be amazing? Yeah. Could you imagine? I'd have to be like a six, seven disc vinyl set. Maybe get the the solo edition of it. Um, it's mostly going to be Purple Rain era stuff. Eighty four, eighty five. Kevin Luckin loved this. Grow the army is their response. <laughs> you know, Shannon Abram, Abramovich. I'm excited, but hopefully, the estate gets paid fairly. You know, yes, Mike Zabazo. The family, the estate does see money from these services. So I'm with you guys. Thank you guys so much for all your questions. Really, really, really great stuff. There was so much more, but we can't get to everything. We just try to get a little 10% of everything that you guys put in. We know that runs long, but we appreciate you guys so much for listening. Like 2017, you know, we got to just face into reality that, you know, this is the new normal. We're just getting a lot of great stuff and just to appreciate his music and i can't wait to put it on up in my car to roll around i miss midnight sales at tower records from back in the day yeah. i don't know if an amoeba would do something like that but oh man like just giddy just unwrapping <laughs> the cd like it was a new toy on christmas man <sighs> exciting times and Thank you, Warner Brothers and Universal, for coming to the agreement on this and not putting it out in April. No disrespect to everything going on in April. I know some people couldn't with publishing publication dates or other stuff, but just there's so much more. I want Prince to be celebrated year-round and not just his passing. I understand that, but we're doing it to honor his memory. But love it so much. Thank you guys for listening to us. There's been so much news, and we just appreciate you guys subscribing commenting we see the emails i haven't been able to get back to it but remember itunes stitcher other formats just so you don't have to wait for my tweet or me to post on facebook you automatically have it right there on your phone and uh we enjoy doing this for you and we love it when it's good news like this more so than stupid hln documentaries or other things much love everyone keep it funky till next time (laughs) 